0: Hey friend, welcome to the Cup of Chels podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Holden, and as you can tell by the name, Cup of Chels is because I'm obsessed with coffee. But more than that, I am so passionate about giving you a weekly dose of inspiration and uplifting encouragement. You can also be sure to chime in to interviews and conversations with some amazing people. So grab a cup of coffee, get comfy, and let's dive in to today's show. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Cup of Chels. Today I am super stoked to have the amazing Emily Ahrens on. She is a fabulous coach for entrepreneurs and she also has a wonderful Oracle deck that I use on the daily and I am just really excited to have her on the show and to get to share her story with y'all. So let's uh, welcome Emily. Thanks so much for being here.
1: Thank you, Chelsea. I always feel like on podcasts, we need like a studio audience that like claps. I know, right? We'll do that. Oh, Awesome.
0: Awesome. Well, I just want to start by you telling our listeners, you know, what it is you do, how you got started, a little bit about your journey, and
1: we can go from there. Sure. So a little bit about me. So I'm sort of best known as a spiritual guide to helping you get into alignment in your business. And what that kind of means is, you know, people struggle in their business. They work really hard. They grind it out. They, they find themselves in money blocks. They find themselves just like following other people's strategies. And, feeling a little heavy all the time. And so what I do is, so I've been a trained energy healer for the last 20 years. And what I've noticed is I, I've actually started attracting primarily entrepreneurs in the last four years. And by attracting so many entrepreneurs, I'm seeing how my energy healing can help release the blocks that are in front of them, preventing them from actually receiving the light that they're going after. And so I love to teach people how to do this work for themselves. I love to help entrepreneurs tap into their intuition and doing all this sort of combined. It helps you to live more like a free, happy existence, joyful existence. And simply put, what alignment is, is when you're feeling really good and life is like kind of working out for you. Doors are opening. Things are just clicking in. Things are like, it's all like, you can see how it's all kind of stacking up for you in your favor and being out of alignment is like hard. It's heavy. It's like, oh, I just feel like I'm pushing a boulder up the hill. It's a struggle train. Like, it's all of that stuff. So if I'm doing my job well people are feeling happier, more empowered, feeling like, you know, really victorious and empowered. So it's it's great. I love what I do.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And thank you so much for explaining alignment too, because I feel like we hear that word a lot, but I've never even really heard it explained that way. So it's, it's nice to know that when I am feeling awesome and doing good and other people are receiving it well to that, yeah, I'm in alignment, keep going yeah. in that direction.
1: Yeah. And I, I'm such a visual person so I kind of think of it as alignment like you're on your little inner tube floating down the river and then you know you just kind of go with the curves and you're just like all right another okay here we're going left now <laughs> but out of alignment is like you're standing in the river holding your floaty like trying to be like this is the way you're supposed to go you have to go this way <laughs> you're getting knocked over, you're like eating it, you're like, it's it's terrible, right? So yeah, we just are so used to living our lives out of alignment and in a fear state, and a panic and a worry and a hustling and working hard that we just don't even know how to stop. Yeah. And then when we stop and things are easy, sometimes we actually self-sabotage more problems, you know? Yeah. So so yeah, it's it's a funny little vicious cycle. It's like we want a good life, we want more money, but then we're like, wait, it's so easy it should make it harder. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. I feel like I feel that exact thing too. Like when, when everything's going good, you know, because I've been doing the work because I've been working on myself and, you know, really pouring into myself, then it's like, okay, time to pull back on all this work because things are so good. And then it's like, something happens you know like a ball drops here or there and then it's like this stupid domino effect spiral downwards so it's like okay well something's off I'm out of alignment like now I need to get back on but I guess the point is to just stay on the course too.
1: Yeah and I mean being in alignment doesn't mean that everything is like sunshine and rainbows every day so we can be confused and be like well if it's not absolutely perfect it's out of alignment and it's not true I mean, you just see things from a different perspective. So let's say like, Chelsea, want to come over to my house today? And you're like, oh, sure. What's your address? And I give it to you. You put it in your GPS, right? Like that's what... Most people do nowadays. I don't think MapQuest even exists anymore. But (laughs) (laughs) back in the day, I used to to call my friends on the phone. They'd give me instructions and I would write it on a piece of paper. So anyways, but you use your GPS for everything, right? So your GPS tells you when there's a road out. It gives you a detour if there's too much traffic. It tells you sometimes if you're using specific apps where there's cops hanging out, right? right? So it gives you all of that intel and you don't have to worry turn by turn. That's what our intuition is. That's what alignment is. Is like we can start to use our own inner GPS and go. Okay, so like, all right. So that didn't work out that the way that I planned. We're just being rerouted. We're going a different direction. Okay, I know by me and through me, it's all going to be good. Like it's fine, right? And it's not that you don't get disappointed, but it's a different kind of thing. So like you know, I deal with entrepreneurs. I am a business person. So if I think of, you know, planning a particular launch or something, you're going to have an offering and you're expecting like a hundred people to join and like two people join. You're like, what (laughs) in the world happened? right? So like, there's like the logical left brain, like, okay, what did you actually do to get that number? So if you did everything that you were supposed to be doing, then like something is off there. The energy is off somehow. If they're that drastically far off course so then you can start to look at like okay so what is this directing me to do what information am I getting what 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 worked well what didn't work well and just take it from like a scientific standpoint yeah both people make that two that they're a failure, that's nothing's ever gonna work. Their parents and all the people who are hating on them are right and like they should probably give up. And this is not meant for like there's like all these storylines that start to get woven into that like quote failure. And if you're feeling this if you start to go down that road, you start to spiral and you just keep it's like oh and it's difficult to want to put yourself out there versus if you go, okay, so that was just it wasn't at all in alignment. So if you
0: could just talk about when we do start, like what are some tools that maybe you use or that you coach your people with on a, how to recognize that alignment. I think you kind of hit on that, but just to dive a little deeper, like how to, how to rec, I'm sorry, how to recognize our intuition to re- where we can really tune into it. Because I don't think that a lot of people know or trust themselves enough to start listening to that.
1: Yeah. I mean, intuition is really a big, big topic. And I love to dive into this. I think that we are under these myths that, you know, you have to be born with a special gift and that some people just are, and some people aren't. And that's a total lie. Everybody is born with intuition. We all have it, just like we all have six pack abs. And (laughs) For some of us, our, our abs are very visible and you can see the, our rippling muscles. And for other of us, like myself, it's a little bit hidden and you don't quite see all the muscles. And so if you want to get six pack ripped abs, you can change your diet. You can work out one. You can start to show them. It's the same as the intuition is that it's a muscle. So we all were born with it. We all have it. And for some of us, it has been strengthened over time. And, so, and for most of us, we've been taught not to trust it. We've been taught to dismiss it. We've been taught to use our logic and our left brain to navigate our lives. And if we have an intuitive idea, it's almost like, oh, that's irresponsible to follow your mm-hmm. gut. Why would you do that? So- one of the easiest ways that we can all strengthen our intuition, no matter what level you are at, is by sitting in silence and breathing and meditating. And for most people who are like, but Emily, meditation doesn't work for me. I try it. It just, I can't. I can't go, I can't blank my mind. It just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And that's not the point. So that's another myth. People think they have to have like a blank slate, blank mind, no thoughts. And and you don't. Here's what I would ask of your listeners, which is this. If you can set aside one minute and just deeply breathe, I don't care where you are. You can be on the toilet. You can be cooking. You can be out for a walk. One minute of just deep breathing and connection. That's it. And then see if you can do that for seven days and see how that feels. And what happens for most people is they start to do that practice and then they naturally want to sit in silence. They naturally want to maybe put some like nice music on. They naturally Mm -hmm. want to bring a journal out or light a candle or whatever And it's like, you have this inner knowing that says like, oh, do this, this will help you relax. So what's the worst that's going to happen if you breathe deeply for one minute every day? Like nothing, nothing (laughs) terrible is going to happen. You're not going to lose any time off of your life. And frankly, if you're doing it while you're on the toilet, you're not even like changing your routine, right? (laughs) So that's what I always say. It's like, if everyone's got a minute, don't tell me you don't have time. And so what happens is as we become more in tune with our breath, get back in tune with our body, our senses, we start to get little, little hits and we can choose what we want to do with it. And when I teach intuitive classes, which I have a number of, you know, classes and ways that you can like really go deeper, but simply put, you can get like a little intuitive hit that means totally nothing. Like, okay, Emily, I'll be walking out the door. I was like, okay, Emily, bring your umbrella. And for me, I'm like, ah, uh, the sun is out. So yeah that makes no logical sense, right? But what's the harm, right? Like, that's how I live my life. If I get those little hits, I'm like, all right, sure, whatever. And next thing you know, you're like, thunderstorms are rolling and you're like, well, I'll be damned, right? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like well, that's cool. It, and that's how I live my life. Like, this is It's like, I don't believe in coincidence. These are synchronicities. That's like, okay, my intuition was onto something and it gave me the hit. I took it and I ran with it. And a few years ago, I kind of made a promise to myself to start listening to my intuition and taking action, like no matter what. And it has led me to massive growth and success in my business. And I now teach it to other people. So honestly- the worst case scenario is you're going to have a better life. (laughs) So
0: yeah. Yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh. That's so good too. And I love that you said those little hits I don't know how many times I have like this morning, for example, with me, I got in my car, but before that, you know, I reheated my coffee Mm -hmm. because life I have to reheat it all the time. And I just put, took it in my regular coffee cup, as opposed to putting it in, a travel mug. Sure. Knowing better. I had already heard that. And then as soon as I pull out of my driveway, coffee everywhere. Yeah. So, I mean, it was fine. I was still at home. It was able to clean it up. Right. But it is that little voice inside that mm-hmm. it feels like, man, if I just learn to listen to this more and actually act on what it's telling me to do.
1: Mm. Yeah. Because most people say, well, I don't know how to trust with, if it's my intuition or it's just my head. And I will tell you, you know, I always thought that I would hear like Gandalf the Great speaking into my head (laughs) and and that's, that doesn't happen. Okay. All the time. But usually when we start listening to messages, it sounds like your own voice in your head. That's what it sounds like. Right. Mm -hmm. And your brain will convince you that it's like total BS, but. When you can just go, all right, I'm going to just start trusting these messages and just see where it leads me. And the other thing is, like, you have more than just your brain. Your body is another antenna. Like our body, ha- our bodies have such innate wisdom built in. You don't have to learn how to feel. Right when you walk into a room, you can see, like, if there, you can feel there's like maybe tension in the room. Like. Somebody just get into an argument, or like something happened here, right? Or if like even if something really happy is going on, like you can feel it in your system, and I think people dismiss those those sensations and those feelings sometimes as well. And we all have multiple types of psychic senses, just like we don't have just the taste. We have taste, touch, scent, like smell, right? We have all these five senses. We have them all psychically as well. So it's a matter of letting yourself get that information and just going with it, trusting it, because- you, you can, (laughs) you can't trust it, but there are ways that you can build it. So meditation, sitting in meditation is one of them. You mentioned the Oracle deck. I love using my Oracle deck and I love recommending using the Oracle deck because if you're new to using your intuition or even just wanting to get out of all the overwhelm and all the overthinking and like a gazillion ideas and what's the right way, what's my right path. And I don't know if you're ever stuck in that like loop of hell. (laughs) that's where you get the the Oracle deck out. Like how much more time are you going to dedicate to overthinking and being an indecision? Just get over it already. Like we don't need more days, more hours wasted in indecision. You have better things to do. And people frankly are praying for the work that you are here to give. So like get on with it. (laughs) Right. Oh my
0: God. Yes. I love that.
1: (laughs) So shuffle the cards, pull a card and then see what it says. And there you go. Move on with your life. Like simple. I love that. So when it comes for somebody that's super new to
0: Oracle decks, and first of all, they can get yours on your website, correct? Yep. emilyaronscom forward slash cards. Awesome. Awesome. So I know, like, I struggle with this too, and I'm sure it's just me overthinking, like, is there, is there a correct way to shuffle this? And, you know, it's like, I know I'm supposed to put good energy into this, or, you know, what if I'm having a bad day and I feel like my energy is off, is that the right time to even pick up the deck at all? Because is that going to infuse that, you know, crazy energy into the deck? Like, so these are the the questions that I have. I don't know if anybody else will have them, but I'm like, I have to sit there and trust, but at the same time, it would be nice to hear from, from the creator of the deck. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. I love all these questions. And also like, I'm going to kind of put you in the spot because I yes. know that somebody gifted you the deck, whoever they are, bless their heart. I love them. <laughs> the deck, I don't know if you know this, but if you go to that website
0: mm-hmm.
1: go to the cards page, there's a little link for a YouTube video. It's very privately hidden on the page. It's very hard to find, <laughs> but there is a little YouTube link and I have an in- instruction video on how to use the deck. It's like, an- okay. I- Hour long. It takes you through a ton of questions. I'm at the time that I recorded. I taught it live to brand people who are brand new to the cards. And so to answer some of your questions, I'll see if I can remember all of them. So as far as is there a right way to shuffle? Is there a right way to do anything really, Chelsea? Right? Like <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever you do, like brushing your teeth, broke like you know. It's like okay, you know. You pick it up, you move the cards around the end. I don't think personally, clearly I'm not really a perfectionist, but I can be with some things. But with the cards, you just pick them up and shuffle them. I tend to shuffle them like a deck of cards. And then I like open, close, open, close and like shuffle them like a weird way as well. I okay. sometimes will even spread them across my table and then like pick whichever one is like, it seems like it's popping out to me. Anyway is Totally cool. As far as clearing your deck or keeping it energetically really high vibration, you don't have to do anything. Honestly, I know I have a, an Oracle deck where it said to knock, like like a door, like knock on the cards before you use them, which I have done. I've done it, and I've seen other people do it. I don't think it's necessary. It's really intention. Like this is the power of energy. Is that holding the cards and even just intending that they're in a beautiful, clear bubble of light, that they're here to bring you positivity, good messages and help you on your day or whatever. That's it. Like, that's great. Awesome. Okay. Nothing, nothing fancy needs to be done. And then, What some other questions? Oh, bad energy. If you had a bad day, actually, if you had a bad day, it's like probably the perfect time to use the cards to just get you out of a funk. Like, there's literally no bad card in the deck that's going to be like, you are going to die today. Like, it's not, (laughs) it's not at all that. And by the way, if you if you have any card decks that that say say like death, let's say like (laughs) death or something, usually what it means is like the death of the old you, and it's like the new you has come out, the rebirth. There's like I know, some people are really scared of like using tarot cards, and yeah. sometimes they're like, "I don't know, something bad's going to happen." And trust me, nothing bad is going to happen. These are angel guidance, um, and my specific card deck is really designed for the person who is not a card person. So they're very straightforward. The messages are easy to understand, and the more that you use the deck, that you can start to feel the energy and interpret the messages. In a way that feels really good for you. And it also comes with a guidebook. So the guidebook inside, it tells you, you know, more detail on each specific card is really kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. I'll use your deck. And I actually I have a group going on right now. It's um uh, it's called Rise and Radiate. And I'm helping women. We've got about 45 women in there. It's wow. a free yeah, it's a free 21-day challenge just to guide women to more self-love, to give them different tools you know, that they can incorporate. I've been putting meditations in there. I will be sharing more of your cards. And it was so fun because when I started the welcome video for them before we got started, I pulled a card and it was self-care. And I'm like, well, that's pretty perfect. And then afterwards I went, I went to go grab the book, Read the explanation for all the women in there, and another card fell out. And I was like, Oh, well, that just means I need to read that too at the end. And it was approved. You are enough. So I was like, this is so awesome. I am here for it. All the woo-woo, it's great. So yeah, the definitely the book and the explanation just makes it. It makes it really refreshing. I will have to admit, you know, I think the first time I ever did, well, it was probably several years ago, I had my cards read, but then more started getting into it late last year Mm -hmm. and being able to have a deck of my own to tap into and to use and to share with my clients and with friends has, has been really amazing. It's Mm. been healing for me. And, you know, I know that they're getting something out of it too. So thank you for creating them. Mm. And I just kind of wanted to ask too, like what made you decide to create your own deck and yeah, just kind of the behind the scenes on that part.
1: Well, I would love to tell you more. So, and also thank you. I just want to acknowledge you for, for all of that. I mean, that's so kind of you to say, and you know, that if you are a coach or you work with other people, Mm -hmm. you're, you know, even just as yourself personally, having a deck of cards really does do exactly what you said. It helps you to get out of your head. It helps you to tap into your intuition. It helps you to bring another level of, you know, love really into your client relationships. And also it's, it's kind of like confirmation. So if you're starting to pick up on things intuitively and like you knew that the 21 day challenge was about self-care and boom, you got the self-care or self-love car is like, yeah, well, damn, like, of course I'm on the right track. Like that's alignment. If I ever saw and then you pulled like, you are enough. Like, okay. Yeah. I'm definitely like, that's confirmation. It just, it's like an angelic little hug. Like, yeah, girl, go get it. You're doing the right
0: thing. And I just got chills all over. Yeah. Like, no, I, and that's
1: exactly how I
0: felt it too. You know? So it was so great. Like I, I just saw it as that confirmation and, how amazing is that for people to have you know like I I'm a words of affirmation person big Mm -hmm. time and so this is like it fills that part of my cup for sure
1: totally and I mean think about it if you're like my clients and I'm like I'm really feeling blah 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 for you and I'm like let me pull you a couple cards and then I pull some cards it's kind of like see told you so it's like (laughs) And that's what always happens for the record. Spoiler alert, if you ever have cars you're pulling for people, they will direct you and give you so much insight. It just elevates any kind of session. Um, but, but what inspired me to create them about... About four years ago, I was actually traveling for work, and on my flight home, forty four cards literally just came into my mind. I was like, "What about my oh. or- Oracle deck?" And I just like wrote it down and then, for a couple of years, it would kind of float in and out, like, how do I even do this? Never mind and then mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it was kind of like an afterthought and then. And then it wouldn't leave me alone. And and it really wouldn't leave me alone. And then it really wouldn't leave me alone. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll just pursue this. And somebody who I knew had just created a deck. And I was like, how did you do this? Where did you what? Tell me everything you know. (laughs) Who is this person? And it was so simple. And so I had a friend who had been designing some stuff for me in the past. He designed my my podcast cover. He designed a PDF for me. And I was like, do you want to try doing this Oracle deck with me? He's like, I would love to, this would be super cool. Like what a fun project for us to work on together. The cards were already done. I just made definitions and I channeled all of this. And I mean, what I mean by channels, I went into meditation and I sat with my inner guidance, my angels. And I basically just said, okay, what does this one want to be called? What is the definition? What insights need to come for this each card? And so each card is also energy infused, which is also why they feel so good when Mm -hmm. you use them and you get such positive energy off of them because it's baked right in. I made, you know, I made the deck (laughs) with, with guidance. And so, the process came together pretty effortlessly my team helped me with you know grammatical stuff and we got all the design stuff and the crazy part of all of this is you know i was really inspired to bring my community in to the process with me so you know i was telling them i'm creating this oracle deck and i started to teach classes and said, look, if you want to join this class, I'll give you the, one of the first 50 Oracle decks for free. So there you go. Boom. Sold my first 50 Oracle decks. And by the time the cards actually printed, I had already sold 500 cards, card Wow. Decks.
0: Oh my gosh. That's so cool.
1: It was so cool because I brought my community into the fold. Like here's design templates. Here's some of the cards. Let's sort them into categories. I had a whole Facebook live. I'm sure it's somewhere in the archives of Facebook, (laughs) but I literally had like a white, you know, sticky piece of paper on, on the wall. And I was like, here's all the cards. Where do they need to go? And like my community helped me to put them into the different suits. And so people were so personally invested in these cards and the design and the messages that they got so excited to to be involved and and they you know they put their money up. And so yeah. because I was like because the project was funded from the very beginning it was already validated as this, this is a good idea. People are p- are paying money sight unseen. They don't even know how big the cards are, what they're going to really look like. They're just kind of like, yeah, I want that thing that you mentioned in an idea. <laughs> oh, so- I love
0: it. Oh, that's so good. So good. Awesome. And congratulations on that too. Like what, talk about an amazing launch for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they, and then we've tried things that like went really, really well, but then on the back end, it was like a terrible idea. So we, we tried, we like, we, I had some people give me advice. Like everyone's got advice. And so somebody was like, well, you could try to do it as like a free book. Like there's a strategy, like called a free book strategy where you give somebody like a book for free, they just pay for shipping. And then they're in your little free book funnel and then you sell them some stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we could try that. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> It it went so well um, that we we got back ordered from the cards. Like pe- they sold so incredibly fast. And because they got back ordered, then like the shipping company, we found out that they take three weeks to fulfill. And then the pandemic hit. It was like the perfect storm and we had so many customer service issues because people weren't connected with me. They wanted their free card car deck. They were angry at this the time. Oh. It was like, oh dear God. Like most people were fine, but we had like a handful of like very angry customers. I'm like, just give them their money. I don't even want it. Make them go away, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man. Well, you got you got through it, it sounds yeah. like. So yeah. that's awesome.
1: Yeah. And I mean it's like we we live and learn. Like, you know, there are some things, and I think part of why I want to share this because, you know. We tried it out. We put all of our heart and soul in it. It went extraordinarily well. And because of it went so well, I was like, I will never do that again. And I think part of what that was really tapping into as well for me personally is that those gimmicky BS marketing ploys no longer align with me. Like they don't feel good. And the people that they attract are not my people. Like it just does not feel good. So that's that's what I learned from it. So like there's these powerful lessons all the time. And I I don't look at anything as like a failure. I just look at it as like, okay, I'm learning some lessons. I'm growing and I'm evolving and next. (laughs) It's all good. Oh, I absolutely
0: agree with that too. And, and I thank you for being honest and just saying that too. You know, I've, I don't know how many classes I've taken. So yes, I am pivoting from real estate into coaching, into life coaching and hence the 21 day challenge. And You know, I've had people ask me like, why aren't you charging for this? And, you know, just you're giving so much value. And so, and I'm like, but that's what feels good to me. Mm -hmm. You know, I, yes, there's other strategies that other people use and things that I've learned in classes that I've taken and stuff, but, but this is my way. And for the first time, I feel like I've got my voice out there and it's being received well with the people that feel like my soulmates. You know, like it's, so I think there's so much to be said with trusting that and going against the grain, if that's what you feel called to do.
1: Yeah. You have to just say like, F it, I'm going to do it my way. And you're going to either get like a massive, like positive, like, oh, wow, that worked really well. Or you're going to get a lesson and you're going to go, okay, so that didn't really work out so well. And, and I will say this you know, I do free challenges all the time. I do free content, free classes. Like there's nothing wrong with free, but there always does need to be an energy exchange. So, you know, sometimes it's like an offer during the 21 day challenge or at the end of the 21 day challenge. Sometimes it's just like, Hey, I want to just get a ton of feedback and testimonials. And, you know, could you 45 people bring two people to this next one I do. Like, it's like, there's so many uh, like possibilities that like our little brains are so limited in what we think is a, go- a good idea or not. I mean, at some point, one of those marketing strategies wasn't a good idea to somebody until it worked so many times and then became like, oh, it's the strategy. <laughs> so, right. you know, we have to always be inventing and, and our intuition helps us to, you know, cultivate innovation.
0: Oh, I love that. That's, that's a great line. Hey, thanks. let so just cultivate <laughs> innovation. I love that.
1: <laughs> Remind um, my team to make a quote card. <laughs> yeah, you should.
0: Totally. <laughs> no, and I agree too with the energy exchange for sure. So, you know, yes, part of this is, this is, this is creating so much like market research for me. It's unreal. And yes. that wasn't even my purpose with this was like, I need to do something with like, I know what's working for me. I know that other people are commenting on it and I need to be able to share this with others. And, you know, as I listened to my intuition, as I just kept following the breadcrumb, so to speak on Mm -hmm. getting it up and going and, and launched and out there. And now we're in, you know, I think today is day three on it. I'm just like, And this is perfect. And now I see the next steps on this. The next step is I've got a course coming out in October, you know, and it's taking all this content and just organizing it in a course. And then I'll be launching my coaching. So yeah, total energy exchange. It's, it's really awesome. And it's just there's so much to be said about listening to that and and also another thing that I've been working on too and doing a series about is limiting beliefs Mm -hmm. and letting go of those because I don't know how many times in the past that I've allowed those limiting beliefs whether or not first of all didn't even really know that they were there and then once I started recognizing the fact that oh maybe this is a block that I have and digging deeper into it and really releasing it like how many other areas of my life have I let my subconscious, you know, Mm. sabotage me?
1: Oh, literally your whole life. Like that's the spoiler alert. (laughs) Everything in our life (laughs) is a story. It's a BS story. That is a total lie. And we think it's a fact and we think it's a truth and we never stop to question ourselves. That's how we, I mean, that's the thing is like people like, how do I identify my limiting beliefs? Literally any thought that you have is most likely a limiting belief because there is somebody telling you a story like, "Okay, well, this is the way it has to be." Well, why is that? And is that mm-hmm. true? Um, have you read the the book, "The Work" by Byron Katie?
0: No, I'm writing it down. What is it?
1: The Work by Byron Katie. Okay. It's a classic and she has four questions that she asks to help you basically dismantle any limiting belief, any crazy, terrible thought, any terrible situation, any insurmountable problem. Like literally this book and these four questions and you can just Google Byron Katie, the four questions and it's it's B-Y-R-O-N, Byron and her last name is Katie, K-A-T-I-E. It, it just helps you to dismantle these beliefs and these thoughts. And one of the, the first question is, is it true? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you can take anybody's question, like, "Oh, twenty one day free challenges don't work." Is it true? I mean, yeah, you know, people don't pay for twenty one days. Well, is that true? Well, somebody did want to buy my Oracle deck during that 21 days. And they also wanted to hire me for private coaching. And then somebody else referred me and they hired me for a six month package. So I guess, no, it's not true. Right. So you can, you can take just even one question and then totally see how you're keeping yourself stuck in small by those thoughts.
0: Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am definitely going to look that <laughs> up then. And, and I've heard that before too. Like, is, is it true? Is it true? And I think that, again, we try to like overcomplicate shit. So being yeah. able to like, that question just seems so simple. Maybe. Oh yeah, like, but that's know.
1: that's the, the beauty of it. And then you can, the second question is, are you absolutely sure is it's true? <laughs> <laughs> How do you show up when you believe that thought? Oh, that's good. So like, let's say like, you know, it's really hard to lose weight. My Everyone in my family is obese. Is that true? Well, my aunt so-and-so, she's not, but she's the only one. Everyone else is super obese. Okay. So who, how do you show up when you believe that thought? Oh, well- I eat all of my family's fatty passed down generation recipes and I don't question what I'm eating. I tend to feel really sorry for myself and I don't exercise because I feel like shit in workout clothes and then da, 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 -da. like, right. So you see how you show up when you believe those thoughts and they're just thoughts. And the thing is, we are not our thoughts. We're the thinker of our thoughts, but we think we are our thoughts. So if you're just thinking a thought, you can think a different thought. So if I think the thought, wow, I'm going to be obese my whole life. And I don't know why this idea is coming to my mind for an example, but it's sure. going to make sense for somebody. Let's no, say. yeah, no, it's <laughs> perfect. Keep going. Um, right? So like, if I'm going to be obese the rest of my life, okay, well, it's just like, it's it's a recipe for disaster. I've, if I believe that thought, then I'm going to just continuously be like, well, F it. I'm just like doomed. So I'm not going to try to take care of myself. I'm not going to try because it's just the way it is. This is my inherited whatever. Mm -hmm. Versus if I realize that's just a thought, well, like maybe it's just a thought. I'm always going to be obese, but like I could still like live my happiest life. Even if I'm obese and totally accept myself in the body that I have and just be like fine with it. And like how else can I have a better life? Even yeah. if and like we think that our body is also like everything as well. It's just our little skin suit rental that our soul's inhabiting for a little bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's so good. That's so good too. And and what a just easy way to break break it down, you know, that we're we have thoughts, we're just the thinker of our thoughts. And yeah. until we start to question them that's when the shift happens.
1: Yeah, and that's also how meditation shows up is like you can kind of be there and sit with your thoughts. You can be there and sit with the feelings that showed up. Again, you're not your feelings. You might feel like crap today, but you're not crap. You are not crap. You are wonderful, limitless being full of potential. You are a miracle. There's nothing added to you that would make you any better. Nothing taken away that would make you any less. You are pure. You are amazing. You are joy. You are love. But you just feel like shit right now.
0: (laughs) That's it. That's all. Oh, that's so good. And, you know, just we don't have to stay there. Like, I think that that's the nice, the, the beautiful promise of it is, you know, you don't have to stay here. You can always do something different. And like something that I like to tell people too, is, you know, like, well, you've been living this way for this long now. And where has it gotten you? Like, what's the worst that can happen? I think you said that too. Like, what's the worst that could happen if you just try to do something different, you know? Try to meditate for the one minute, like you suggested, you know, try out the Oracle cards and help that tap into your intuition.
1: Yeah. And chances are people are listening to this right now. Mm -hmm. There's a part of them that is very much praying for something to change. Absolutely. And wanting that change is great and also realizing, and I mean, you know this as well, Chelsea, is like, as soon as you start to change, everything in you resists. Because mm-hmm. we we want to change so badly, but we also resist it happening simultaneously. And so that's where that ease and that flow starts to show up. Like, where am I resisting this growth? Where am I resisting money coming in? I mean, I've had clients who fall and were like, I have no money coming in, no one's buying anything. And I'll ask, like, so what are you selling? And they're like, nothing. I'm selling literally, there's nothing available for sale. (laughs) And this is a real conversation with somebody I have. And I was like, okay. I mean, this happened so many times. I could use like countless examples, but I said, okay, great. So what do you sell if you were to sell something? She's like, well, there's this thing that I want to do. And basically she gave us the lay down, was on a group coaching call. And there were six people, plus me and two coaches. So six, seven, eight, nine, there's nine of us on this call. And by the end of her little spiel, we were like, okay, six of us bought it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, was it hard? Was it hard to make that money? Like, that's the thing is like, if you don't even put yourself out there, you can't even possibly have a chance at winning the game. Like you have to get on the field (laughs) to play. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Oh,
0: man. Well, and thank you so much. I'm just honestly like this conversation has been so good. I know it's going to be really great for our listeners too. And just thank you for, for showing up for yourself and doing what you do and helping entrepreneurs. I know I... Honestly, just since getting the deck, I have started following you on Instagram and I love um I think it's every morning every Monday that you yeah. uh pull cards and it's so great and I I know that there's been several times that I've pulled the same card that you have and it just drives drives that home for me that that's the message I need to be listening to more of. If you could just, you know, leave us with a final thought and then tell, tell our listeners where they can connect with you and again, where they can get these beautiful angels in your biz cards.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I just want to say a deep, deep appreciation for you and appreciation and gratitude for all your listeners who spent this time. You know, your time means the world to me. It's something that you cannot get back. It's not a renewable resource. And, and so I just appreciate you spending the time with us today. And obviously there's a part of you that's really eager and hungry for more, you know, internal growth, spiritual growth and ascension. So, you know. Scratch that itch, follow the trails, follow those little breadcrumbs to that next step and the next step after that. And if my words resonate with you, my energy resonates with you, you can totally follow me on Instagram, like Chelsea mentioned, at Emily Aarons. I do have some great resources if you're looking to grow your intuition some free, some paid. I have an insanely amazing membership called Yay. Mastery and Ascension. And depending on when the podcast comes out at the last week of September, the 21st through the 25th, I'm doing a very free week called Intuition Week. And it's one of my favorite weeks of the whole year. I get into lots of little woo-woo things and I help you to enhance your own intuitive abilities and it's completely free. And also you'll be able to meet some of the people in the community from Mastering Ascension and other ways. And people have been doing intuition with week with me this will be our fourth round and people keep coming back for more and it's really really fun and I think that I think you'll enjoy it and you can you can sign up emilyarons.com forward slash iw so, but we have that listed in other places as well. So love to have you join us or just, you know, hang out with me on Instagram. It's totally cool. DM me, say hi.
0: <laughs> awesome. I love that. And I actually, our 21 days will be ending on the 21st. So that is a perfect thing for me to share with my community, um, wow. everybody in the Rise and Radiate. And I will definitely be sure to share it on my Instagram page as well. So yeah. Um, cool. Well, best of luck to you and all of your future stuff. I am so grateful that you were here. And I just like you said, know that your time is valuable. So I appreciate it. I appreciate you and the work that you do, Emily. And I just, I just want to say a big thank you. Thank you so much. Great to be here with you. You too. You too. Awesome. That was so much fun. I don't know about you, but I had such a blast. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Cup of Chels. And I am so freaking thankful that you're here and that you've decided to spend this time with me and listen in. I know you've got a lot of choices out there. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. If this episode resonated with you, or if you know it would be a great listen for somebody else, please don't keep me a secret.